If you're a solo business owner, you know there can be days when you want to give up and choose an easier path than the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. It's moments like these that I call my biz bestie and we ride the roller coaster together. I'm Shelly, a copywriter and homeschooling mom in Johannesburg, South Africa. And I'm Francesca, a life coach and community manager in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the US. We're two biz besties on opposite sides of the world, running our own independent businesses together. And we'd love to invite you into our biz bestie conversations as we share everything we're learning about running an independent business online. I love talking about creating spaciousness in your schedule, your email inbox, and your mind. Because this is your self-care as a CEO. And if you want to figure out how to live your most beautiful life as a business owner, then I've got you covered. And my jam is all things marketing, copywriting, website design, tech, and launch strategy. I'm on a mission to let go of perfectionism and embrace playfulness in my business just like I do when I'm homeschooling my kids. We're both constantly on the hunt for ways to simplify the way we do business so that we can make an abundant living doing what we love and make a huge impact in the world and in our communities in a way that feels easy and fun. If you're looking for the same thing, then we are so glad you're here. Yes, we are. And you can carry on the conversation we start today in our online community at community simplybizbesties.com and for show notes you can go to simplybizbesties.com we can't wait to see you in the community and now let's dive into today's topic hey everyone i'm shelly smith and this is my simply biz bestie francesca waltansky we are the Simply Biz Besties, and for the next four months, we've put together a podcast season for you of 10 episodes where we are going to be talking about entrepreneurship and business ownership the simple way. We're on a total mission to simplify the way we do business and we are reflecting on some of the lessons that we've learned on our business owner journeys and in all the very cool biz bestie conversations that we have had over the past, what is it, at least two years. And we want to bring you in on that and invite you to become our biz bestie for the next 10 episodes or so. So Francesca, I'd love to just introduce you to our listeners. And won't you tell us a little bit about yourself and why are you so excited about the Simply Biz Besties podcast? Yes. Well, you know, I have to say that our podcast has been so much fun recording these episodes with you, creating a vision together of what we want to bring people into has just been marvelous. But I am a life coach. I love helping women to experience more ease and flow. I specifically love to work with high achievers. I'm married. I am madly in love with my husband and we live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So we absolutely adore going to Lake Michigan. I didn't grow up here. So it just feels like such a treat that we can drive 45 minutes and go to the beach for the day. And we absolutely love having ice cream together. Aww. You're so sweet. Newlyweds, <laughs> you're so gorgeous. <laughs> Although it's two years now, right? 
Yes, we celebrated in June, oh. two years. Oh, congrats. Mm. I have been married to my husband, Garen, for 10 years. I've basically been an entrepreneur for that length of time as well. Uh, it was, yeah, 2010 was, was quite, a, quite an amazing year for me, getting married and then starting my own business. But honestly, I've, I've not looked back on either of those. They have been just such amazing parts of my life. Uh, we have two boys, uh, six and four, nearly four-year-old. They are just so delightful, just so, so wonderful. And if you cast your mind back to February 2020, we took what we thought was such a radical countercultural decision and we decided that we were going to homeschool our boys and at the time we were like oh my goodness you know this feels like such a leap of faith and everything and now with covid like everyone's homeschooling <laughs> and when we say we're homeschooling they're like yeah but like so many other people are <laughs> you guys think you're so hip and so trendy but homeschooling has been a big part of my journey this year and such an exciting one and I've been integrating homeschooling and running a business and you know having a marriage and looking after myself so it's been quite a roller coaster of a year but so awesome and so awesome to journey along with Francesca who is my life coach and professionally I am a copywriter I help entrepreneurs to really sell their stuff by using words. And I write sales pages for them. I write their sort of overall brand strategies and I create their sales pages for them as well. So I, I really love the work that I'm doing. And if I look back on my 10 years of entrepreneurship, it's writing that's really like the golden thread that's weaved everything together. I've done a number of different things. But I think it's writing and words that's, that's my passion. That's like where I get really excited and where I just feel my creative juices flowing. So I'd love to share more about copywriting and about launching your author in your business in, this, in the podcast series that we've got coming up for you. But now I think we need to share with our listeners a little bit about what we love about being an entrepreneur. So I'd love to ask you, Francesca, you've been an entrepreneur for some time now. What do you love about being an entrepreneur? Oh my goodness. I love so many things about being an entrepreneur. <laughs> I think my favorite part is that it really calls me to be the best version of myself. And I really believe that's a journey, but in order for me to stay as integrity as a business owner and as a coach, it's really important for me to be that best version of myself. So it really keeps me accountable. And I love that it requires me to do inner work on myself in order to run the best version of my business that I can. I love experimenting. I love evaluating. I'm totally a numbers girl. My dad was, um, or he's a mathematician. And so I always grew up having this great relationship with numbers. So that's one for me. And I love creating something that's so tailor-made. You know, there's not many opportunities out there to create something that like works so well with your lifestyle, 
with your desires, with your dreams, with your giftings, meeting people in the world who need what you, you have to offer. And there's just so many possibilities, right? Yes, so like, yes. I just have so many dreams for my business and I'm really excited to continue growing and to continue mm. expanding and to be able to add more people to my team and like uplift them along the way. So those are just like a couple of things about what I love about being an entrepreneur. And I honestly, I have to brag about Shelly for a second because she's also my copywriter and she's like a magical unicorn. Like she's just so good at storytelling. (laughs) Obviously I'm a little biased, but... Well, what I did forget to tell you in my story is that um, that I live in South Africa. That's that explains the accent, if anyone was wondering. I, I live in Johannesburg in South Africa, and I absolutely love South Africa. It's just so so near and dear to my heart. And yeah, so what I love about being an entrepreneur is. I mean, a lot of similar things to what you just said, but yes, it's the freedom. Like, I think now I would make an absolutely terrible employee. I just have done too many things like my own way. Like, like this is the way I do it and this is the way I, I, I roll. So I love the freedom. I love the creativity, the space. Like, no one says no, one says no to me, really. And... I can just, I can choose to do things. And, and sometimes that can be a burden. That can be something that you like, and Francesca knows, I'll sometimes be like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, I just, I feel like I have so many things that I want to do. And I think the challenge is to keep that nice and focused and nice and simple and take one small step in front of the other. But when you're an entrepreneur, when you're the business owner, you're in charge of that. And so you can manage your workload. And as you said, the lifestyle piece. When I decided to homeschool my boys, when Garen and I decided, we both work from home. And so it was easy for us to just go, we can do this. We can totally do this because we can just adapt our lifestyle. Sure, it's going to take some adaptation, but it's totally doable. And of course, if I was in a nine to five job, that decision would have been a lot longer. And I think the changes that we would have had to make would have been a lot more, they are just huge, huge life decisions. Whereas you can be more agile um, when you're an entrepreneur. So I love that. I love that part, that part about it. So yeah, that's, that's where we come from. And we met in a membership group some time ago and just totally hit it off. And we've since become each other's clients and we have been having these biz bestie chats and it's just, it's just so cool. So I think that's why we wanted to invite a listenership in. And so we're so glad that you are listening to this and joining us for the Simply Biz Besties season, this podcast season. So all in all, we both love being our own bosses. I'm curious, Shelly, tell me something funny about yourself. I'm sure our listeners would enjoy hearing a story. Something funny. Okay, I'm going to go back to my childhood so that I don't have to embarrass myself about stuff that I do now because I do plenty of goofy stuff, especially as a homeschooling mom. But yes, when I was a kiddo, I used to, I didn't really watch a teenage mutant hero ninja turtles they were called hero turtles in my day but my brother used to watch them and there was the character april o'neill and she was the news reporter and so she would come in and like 
do news reports on what the turtles were doing. And back when I was younger, my uncle had a camcorder. And so he would record us when we were on holiday or when, whenever we were out and about. So he would be there with the camcorder. And whenever I saw the camcorder come out, I was like, yeah, my opportunity to perform. So I used to get myself a microphone, uh, a fake microphone. And it'd be like, this is April O'Neill reporting live from the beach here in Durban. And I, I would then like do this whole news reports about what was going on in the, in the, in the scene. And uh, my cousin recently found one of the old like VHS tapes and managed to record part of it on, on his phone. And um, I, I laughed, I'd, I'd laughed hard. I, I cringed a little and laughed, laughed a lot. <laughs> How about you, Francesca? I'm sure you've got some, some childhood tales for us. Yes, for sure. And I loved um, watching Ninja Turtles. So I love flashing back. It's fun. Um, and VHS, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was like so, a lot of a lot of family family conflicts because you recorded over somebody's recording. Oh like, my oh, gosh, right? Record. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a major stressor. I'm so glad you can still remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm old enough to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> When I was young, so we had a pool right across the street from us and my brother and I would go there very often all growing up. And I think I was probably like around five or six and we would have like leftover McDonald's toys in our house. From what I hear, my mom said that I also took rocks to the pool as well, but I wasn't taking them to play with them. No, I was taking them to sell to the other children because I thought we don't need this in our house. Ah. So, um, but certainly, certainly the other children are interested in it, right? (laughs) So I would take to my mom's like horror, these toys to the pool (laughs) and I'd go to these little kids and I'd be like, hey, you know, would you like this? And I'd show it to them. And then they'd be like, oh yeah, I do, but I don't have any money. And I'd say, oh, well, just go ask your parents for money. (laughs) You were not taking the I don't have money objection. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope. (laughs) Oh, that is hilarious. Certainly the pathway of things to come. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's like really fun to look back and to see all those like signs. But my poor mom at the time, she was just so mortified. <laughs> I can't take you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is gorgeous. That's such a cool story. <laughs> okay, so let's share a few other things about each other. What about your favorite food? I love Chipotle. And I have no idea if you have that in South Africa, but it's like Americanized version of Mexican food. It's just like you get a bowl and you can put rice and beans and lettuce and meat and all the toppings. And I love to top it off with guac and chips. It's just so good. Nice. That does sound cool. (laughs) It sounds yummy. My, um, yeah, so my South African favorite food is a braai. So that's B-R-A-A-I. And that is really just, uh, well, not just, it's, it's, it's a barbecue, but it's a really South African version of a barbecue. And you get the purists like 
my husband is becoming one of those who will only do a wood a wood braai fire now he'll sometimes add a little bit of charcoal um but it's like wood and and then whatever whatever you meat you've got so like fillets or ribeye steaks t-bone steaks whatever whatever is on the on the grill or we get burvos and burvos is also a south african favorite it's a sausage and it's really delicious so that's that usually my my friend's husband from the uk he's like oh yes the south african bride you put all the meats in the middle and then you have the burvos like making a circle around all the meats and that's how you cook it it's very typically South African and just, I love it. It's always happy times around the bra fire and everyone chatting and everyone getting together. And I think part of what I really miss in this time of social distancing, but don't worry, we've had plenty of bras here just as our family of four. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what I love. That's like the food I love. And now I'd love to know what you reading and what you watching at the moment, Francesca. Yeah, so my husband and I, we really love to watch like old school shows. So we've been watching a lot of Get Smart and the Black and White Robin Hood. And it's been so good. And then for reading, I'm reading a Star Wars series that my husband really loves. It's actually not a part of the movies, but it's connected to them. So I think it's so much fun to read like children's books it's for relaxation and then business wise i'm reading essentialism which has oh, been cool. such a good read yes that does sound good that i think i need to put that one onto my my reading list i am reading at the moment also like this young adult fiction um the hunger games but the the prequel to the hunger games so there's there was the, Ooh, the trilogy yeah. and then it's the prequel so also recommended by my husband who I think wanted to encourage me to read some fiction books because <laughs> I also get like quite deep into the the non-fiction kind of business books and the parenting books. So I'm reading another book called Playful Parenting, which is really fun. Also, I am, uh, that's something that you also know about me. I am terrible at actually finishing a book and I have many books on my Kindle. So it's not even like on my nightstand um, because like if they were sitting on my nightstand, they'd be a huge pile. So I'm terrible. I start and then I, and then I'm like, Oh, I want to start the next one and the next one. So I can be reading multiple books at the same time. So those are the two that I can remember at the moment that I flip between. Um, although the Hunger Games is quite gripping and what we're watching is Man in the High Castle, which is really also really gripping and really scary. I have, like very vivid dreams after it. So I've almost had to have a break. And what we've been doing is watching reruns of Parks and Recreation, which I totally love. I think oh, this is so, so cool. She's like my hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons that Daniel and I love watching old school TVs because we don't get the adrenaline rush that keeps yeah. us up at night. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> And is that an entrepreneurial thing to like have all these books that you're reading? Because I mean, I do finish the books I read unless it's one of those that it's like, oh, this just is starting to not feel very good. Yes. And you but is that a thing? Because <laughs> Daniel uh, was asking me about that the other day. It's like, honey, like you haven't finished this book yet. Why are you buying another one? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, and why is that a problem? <laughs> 
I'm glad I'm glad you do it too. Yeah, no, Garen will, will always finish a book and he will, even if he's not enjoying a book, although there've been like very few and far books that he's abandoned, but he will be very intentional about it. He's like, nope, I'm abandoning this one. Um, but he will always finish a book before he starts a new one, even if he's not enjoying it. And he'll even go like, oh, so glad I finished that book now and I can read another one. <laughs> I'm like, why did that stop you? <laughs> so I think that is part of my my rebel tendency. And if anyone's seen or read the book, uh, Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies, I, I'm on the rebel side of things there where I... Basically, if I have any expectation of myself or if other people have an expectation on me, I like, I'm like, no, nope, nah, not going to do it. not going to do it, which is not great for achieving goals, but there's ways and means that I can get around it. And I know that Francesca and, and other coaches that I've worked with know how to get, how to get around my rebel tendencies. Francesca, I know you've done Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies because tell us what you are, but I know you not, you don't totally believe what you are. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm an upholder, which means that I'm very good at setting my own goals and achieving them. I'm good at responding to like internal goals or, you know, feedback as well as external. So yeah, I guess that means like it makes me a good coach, but I guess there like there are other parts of the tendencies that I also connect to and and maybe that's a little bit of the rebel <laughs> tendency coming out, which I think, you know, we all need at least a little bit to be an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you totally need to be a rebel. <laughs> just that, yeah, as you said, just that little that little bit of, of like going against the grain. But I think also your upholderness, if we can call it that, I think that that helps you to be self-motivated, self-driven. And I think that fuels that entrepreneurial flames as well. So I think, you know, each of those tendencies, and Gretchen Rubin does say, like, you can be... You know, different have different character types. This is just one part of your personality, sort of as a whole. And uh, but I found that little sort of personality type quite quite helpful in just understanding myself and figuring myself out. And and the other one that I've sort of come back to now is the Myers Briggs uh, personality type. And for that, I am an ENFP. And I, I mean, I actually, like, I retook the test like about a year ago because I'm like, I am not an extrovert. I'm like, I, and, and I, when I did do the test, I only just scraped extrovert because I do feel like I'm more introverted, but yeah, that's what I am. I'm an ENFP. I think that does also sum me up quite nicely. The, what was the P? What does what it say? Prospecting. And um, I was telling Francesca that I was reading a little bit more about prospecting versus judging and I think that's also my little rebel side coming through of that I'm like no I don't want to plan too far in the future I'll just like roll with it and see how things go and um like I don't actually need like these big goals I think that I want to just experiment and we'll talk a little bit about that in the coming seasons I think I'm a little bit more about experimentation and rolling with the flow and that kind of thing so I wonder if if there's any other ENFPs out there you you guys let us know we've got a community that we'll be setting up so let us know in the community what's what's your your tendency and what is your Myers-Briggs score and what's yours Francesca oh yeah I am an ENFJ so Almost the same as you, but I differ by that end letter. Yes, yes. Um, and you are, I am definitely a planner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true and true. 
this is why I need you as my life coach. <laughs> that is so interesting. Yeah, I mean, those personality tests, you don't want to like totally put yourself into a box, but I think it can help in just self-awareness. I think also in, in the life coaching process as well, I've found that being self-aware really helps you to achieve your goals and also just stops you from comparing yourselves to others because it's like, I am this person, like, and there's so many different aspects to me. I, I, I find that those kind of personality tests just, just help me become a little bit more self-aware. And, and that, that's the biggest, biggest win for me is self-awareness. I totally agree. Totally agree. All right. So let's tell everyone what they can expect in the podcast. So we're going to give you a little taste of the episodes we've got planned for you, but we'd also really like to invite your questions, your comments, your feedback, and please go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. We'd really love that. So Francesca, hit us up. Tell us what's what everyone can expect in the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to introduce this. So basically, we have thought about, okay, what are the things that you need to start your business tomorrow? Like in the simplest, easiest, most sustainable way. And we like put it in like a nutshell for you to make it really fun. Our first episode, we are going to be doing an episode on biz besties. So why they're amazing, how to find one and how to nurture the relationship. Obviously, like we have loved our biz bestie relationship and show. So we want to show you how to create that for yourself. Yay. Yeah. That, that one was a great one. Uh, we've already recorded it. So that's all, all, all set up and so excited to bring that to you. The next episode we've got for you is all the things you don't need when starting a business and what you need instead. So like we said, we want to help you to start your business tomorrow. And we've made a good few mistakes ourselves in our many years of entrepreneurship where we've taken far too long to actually get going. And we really want to help new entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who are also like just feeling in a little bit of a funk to like get going, get launching. It's simpler than you think. And so we're going to just distill down to all the things you don't need. And there's a lot of things that you think you need that you do not need. We're going to be dishing the dirt on all of those things. Yeah. So then in episode three, we're, we're going to talk about all the mindsets you don't need when starting a business. Because you can have all the strategy in the world and the tools in the world, but if you don't have mindset, then it's probably going to stop you in your tracks every single time. And like Shelly said, we want to make sure that you're starting a business now and getting money in the bank so you can continue to serve your clients and have that impact in the world instead of stopping yourself. Oh, you're totally. And that mindset piece Wow. That is like, it's been huge for me. And as I said, with Francesca's help, it's been amazing. So I'm so excited for that episode as well. Next up, we have an episode on experimentation. It's been something that both of us have just loved. Like I came across it in a book that I read and I kind of ran with it in terms of launching your product. And, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, we sometimes feel like we need all the answers, but the beauty of entrepreneurship is that there is no right answer. It's only what's right for you. And so the only way to figure that out is to experiment. So we're going to talk about how you can experiment in a way that doesn't feel so scary and doesn't feel like a guess, but that feels structured and planned and 
and yeah, just something that you can really get some good answers and move your business forward with experimentation. Then the next episode we've got is around writing your sales page. So this is something I am so passionate about because I believe that you don't need a full website when you're starting your business. And this is something I have realized as a website designer. I've been designing websites for starting entrepreneurs. And sometimes I just think, you know what? You just need a beautiful, slick, clear sales page. Just one page that is selling your offer really clearly to your ideal clients. And so we're going to dive deep into that. How to actually set up that sales page? What are the components you need in that sales page? And how can you get one set up really easily and also really inexpensively as well? So that's, that's coming up in episode five. And then in episode six, we're going to be talking about routine as a business owner. So you are the CEO of your business and While some spontaneity can be really good for your business, it's also really important to have some sacred rituals and routines to make sure that you're hitting your business goals and bringing in that revenue so that you can keep being a business owner and just be able to have fun doing it. And then in episode seven, we're going to be talking about email mindset. So getting your tech under control. I see a lot of entrepreneurs and people just in general who their tech is out of control and it starts showing up in their mindsets. It starts showing up in, you know, their business and in their personal life. So we're going to talk about how to create mindsets so that You are feeling the flow and the ease in making tech work for you. Mm. Oh yeah. You've helped me so much with that. I've just like, we have this barrage of technology and I think there's this feeling that you like need a grip onto everything that's coming at you. And (laughs) Francesca's helped me so much of like, just going, it's not going anywhere. You know, you can access that information anytime. So just changing that mindset around tech has been so helpful and something that I need bears repeating. So I am looking forward to that episode as much as I know everyone else will be looking forward to that. And then in episode eight, we're going to look at, at outsourcing. So Francesca talks about her excitement about building a team. And I think when we just start in your business, you think, well, no, I'm not going to like outsource anything yet. I'm just getting started. Um, so I'm just going to do everything myself. And while there is totally a space for DIY and, you know, getting things set up yourself and, and finding out for yourself how to do some of the things in your business, there's also a place where that DIY mindset can be costing you and where it's going to really pay to outsource and let other people use their zone of genius to help you and prop you up in your business and give you so much space for operating in your zone of genius. So that's just a lesson that the two of us have realized also in our uh, collaboration together of going, wow, like Francesca like can really help me with some of these mindset pieces that I've been thinking, oh, I'll just read a book about it or I'll just, you know, try and, you know, whittle it together on my own. And same thing, with me helping Francesca with her copywriting, she's been like, oh my goodness, Shirley, you can just like tell these stories and actually like say what, what's on my heart. And I was like, oh, okay, can I? <laughs> but it's only in letting go and actually letting someone else use 
their zone of genius, that your business can thrive and flourish. So we're going to talk about that and how you can do that in a way that also works with your budget and works with your zone of genius. And your ultimate goal here is to have a thriving, booming business. In episode nine, we are going to talk about how you can grow your business with a small digital product. So this is a great way for starting entrepreneurs to put something low cost out into the marketplace and to get people starting to pay you for your services. And sometimes people are not ready to walk into a high ticket offer right off the bat. Sometimes they are, and that's awesome. But Oftentimes you need to give them something not for free, something that they pay for, but it's a low price offer and that they can then want to increase the transformation with you and actually move into higher ticket offers. So that digital products can be the way to do that. And we're going to dive into that in episode nine. And then a topic that Francesca is genius about is coming up in episode 10. What's that? Yeah, we're going to be talking about self-care as a business owner. So I think that this is so essential. And I think you would agree, Shelly, although I know in the very beginning, you were like, self-care is a waste of time. And, and you might be thinking that too. However, hopefully I'm going to sell you on self-care as something essential to growing and sustaining your business. And I'm so excited to just dive into that topic and share with you what's worked for me and how to create something that's very personal to you so that you can really feel connected to yourself and to your business vision and create a business that that you love. Keep it that way instead of the business starting to run you. Yeah. Oh, it's been, it's been such a game changer for me and really like as a solo business owner and even as you, as you grow your team, even more so as you grow your team, like you are the biggest asset of that business. And, and also you are this beautiful human being that has this beautiful lifestyle that entrepreneurship can give you. So enjoy it and look after this important asset that is you and yourself. You can't get it back. So it's been a, it's been a huge game changer for me. So I'm, I'm so excited to just dive into that. I can see that episode being quite a long one. So talking about <laughs> being a long episode, we, we wanted to keep this one short, but we never succeed in that. So um, <laughs> we are going to be like throwing you with just really our best tips. We just really want to share everything that we, that we have discovered along our journey with you. We, we really like to just share that with you and hope that it enriches you and blesses you in your business. So that's what you can expect more of in the Simply Biz Besties podcast. Francesca, I just hope everyone joins us for our, like our first official episode. It's going to be the next episode, our Biz Besties episode. Aren't you excited about that? Oh my gosh, it's going to be such a party. So I hope that you join us. Yes. And not just on the podcast, but also in our community. So if you go to simplybizbesties.com, you'll find our community there and you can ask questions. You can leave a comment about the show. So go there and we'd love to hear from you. And so we can also incorporate um, some of the things that you've been asking about in our, our upcoming episodes. Awesome. We're so excited to meet you and come hang out with us. So we will talk to you all soon.
Fantastic. Thanks so much, Francesca. It's been a blast talking to you and yeah, getting to know you more. I learned, learned a few more things about you in this episode. So yeah, I, I'm excited to continue the journey. Cheers, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope what we've shared has made you feel supported by a whole biz bestie circle. And that you feel like life as a business owner can be a whole lot simpler with the perspective of a biz bestie. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also love it if you'd share the Simply Biz Besties show with your biz besties by sending them a link through your podcast player or sending them to simplybizbesties.com. And we'll do a happy dance if you'd leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us to reach more biz besties around the world. And just to remind you, the conversation has just begun. So head on over to community.simplybizbesties.com and let us know your thoughts, aha moments, or questions about what we talked about in the show. For show notes, go to simplybizbesties.com. Sending you a sparkling heart emoji and a virtual high five. See you next time. And here's a hug gift from me. Signing off. Simply your biz besties.